Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simin Tzadik Beis, in the middle of Halacha Beis, section 92. We are in the middle of the second Halacha. In the beginning of Halacha Beis, we learned that when is it that a person must relieve themselves before praying? So this is in the case that they feel the need to relieve themselves before starting to pray. So then, and as an initial preference, one must go ahead and relieve themselves, and then go and pray. We explained certain laws that it would apply if they prayed anyways. But in Allah Chabez Al-Tarebbe says, let's say what a person had to go to the restroom, uh, they just felt that the, the need to use the restroom during davening. So if it's in the middle of Shemana Esrei, if the person is in the middle of the Amidah, so if the person can, can contain themselves until after finishing the Amidah, one should not interrupt the Amidah, even for urination. If the person cannot contain himself, so then he should interrupt in order to defecate, but not to urinate. That's with Shmanase, with, with the uh, Shema and the Berch of Shema, the blessings of Shema. If he would like to, he can go away from the place that he's davening and urinate, or he can continue davening and contain himself until after Shmana Esri. When it comes to defecation, he must contain himself if he is able to and should not interrupt even during the recitation of Shema and its blessings and even in the middle of Sukkot Zimra from Baruch Shammar and onward, Al-Tarebbe says that last bit in the parentheses. Now the Al-Tarebbe qualifies this halacha. Okay. The above applies, provided he does not feel the urge to relieve himself to the extent that by containing himself, he violates the charge from Vayikra chapter 11, which says, do not make yourselves loathsome. Even though he, ca- he cannot contain himself for the length of time it takes to walk a parsa. So here the Altareb is following the second opinion that's brought in the Madura Basra, that this prohibition is violated when the need to relieve oneself is powerful. If, however, a situation is such that he violates the prohibition, so then he should interrupt the recitation of the Shemana's blessings, whether to urinate or to defecate, but not the recitation of Shemana's. He should not interrupt Shemana's. Why? Because the sages permitted an interruption in the middle of Shemana's only because of mortal danger, as will be explained in section 104. One can infer that such leniency is not warranted by the prohibition of Baal who do not make yourselves loathsome, which is only of rabbinic origin. Because it was the sages who established a decree, and it was they who prescribed its limits. Now, we should point out the following, that even though the prohibition discussed above is universally identified with this uh, scriptural phrase of Baal Teshaktu, this phrase is in fact borrowed by the sages from a different context and cited here merely as an asmachta, which is a support to buttress, to strengthen a rabbinic decree. And so, like we just mentioned, it was the rabbis who, who said, and they who said, that's literally what it is, since the prohibition is rabbinic in origin, the sages have the right to determine when it should be applied and when it should not be applied. And to, con- to conclude, Allah Beis in parentheses, The laws that apply when one is, when because of the pressure, one breaks wind or feels the need to break wind are stated in section 103. Halacha Gimel 3, Nevertheless, in other words, even though, as we just explained, 
the halachas that apply during davening. And sometimes a person should contain himself, unless he cannot. Um, nonetheless, one should preferably check himself thoroughly before praying, so that later he will not feel a need to relieve himself and be disturbed during prayer. Similarly, before davening, he should clear himself of phlegm, mucus, and any other matter that may disturb him. And later, he should wash his hands with water. We'll discuss this in a moment, even though he washed them earlier in the morning, because he touched filth after the morning's washing. Nevertheless, he should not recite a bracha over this washing if he already recited a blessing over the morning washing for the reason explained in section 7. Now, many people have the meaning, the custom of doing Nitila Sudaim at this time. In other words, they wash their hands by pouring water from a vessel over each hand three times alternately, as one does in washing the hands upon rising in the morning. In other words, as opposed to when one washes for bread, when one successfully washes, washes each hand three times here, one washes by alternating once on the right, once on the left, or if one's a lefty, starting from the left, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, etc. The Alter Rebbe said that you should not say a bracha if you already said a bracha over the morning washing. Um, and the reason is because only when one rises in the morning is he like a, a, a new bria, a new beria, a, new, a new, newly created being, and only then is a blessing required as stated in Mahadura Basra. This concludes Allah Gimel and today's share.